What is up, guys? Welcome back to Financial Flex with Lex. Let's change the way we talk about money. You guys, it is 2021. Happy New Year. Um, I am so excited for this year. This is the year that John and I will become debt-free, putting it out there in the universe, claiming it. So, so excited. If you haven't seen already, the podcast got a little bit of an upgrade as far as music. I have to thank my friend Toby for that and for the artwork, um, for the digital illustration of me. Hungry Homegirl, aka Taylor Payton, did a phenomenal job. And then, of course, we have the entire podcast cover. My friend Khadija like, did an amazing job. I'm seriously so obsessed. I think it's t- I think it was time for Financial Flex to get a little bit of a makeover. Um, the original podcast cover that was something I did together in Photoshop, and then the original intro music was um, something that I ripped off of <laughs> I ripped off of YouTube. So I think it was time to just kind of like you know elevate the podcast a little bit, and I am obsessed with how it turned out and so I am really excited just to take financial flex to another level um before we get into today's episode I do just want to say um if you enjoy this podcast please share it share it with your mom your dog your boyfriend your brother your best friend literally whoever Um, I'm really really trying to grow this year this year will be the year of growth for the podcast and so I can't really do that without you know word of mouth and then obviously leaving ratings and reviews it helps uh for the podcast to kind of gain exposure on like the apple podcast charts and spotify and things like that so thank you in advance um for doing that and for those of you who who have already done that thank you um i appreciate it so much all right so let's just get into today's episode. Um, I'm going to start off with like a few life updates. So I did the math and John and I paid $10,000 in six months in 2020 towards student loans. We took a little pause from March to September just to kind of figure everything out. And then when September hit, we, you know, hit the ground running and we were able to, you know, make a huge dent. And so right now our balance is 27,000 and I'm really starting to I'm really starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel and I am just so excited like I said earlier this year will be the year that we become debt-free already claiming it putting it out there um we know that John will have his job for at least another year as far as I'm concerned my job is you know still secure so we just have to kind of it's grind time, baby. Like, let's go. Let's do this. We're, <laughs> we're, we're getting out of debt this year. Have to. Um, another thing that we've been doing, which I don't know, like I enjoy it because I've secretly, I've, I've always wanted to do this. Um, we've been doing like daily vlogs on my YouTube channel. So I've had a YouTube channel since I was 15, but I've, you know, been on and off And I started back up again because John wanted to create a YouTube channel of his own, um, specifically for his film photography. And so in in a way, I wanted to like encourage him and show him how easy it was just to create videos and like throw them up online. And um, yeah, now we're just vlogging our daily lives. Right now we are doing a like 
uh, no sugar for the, the month of January. So I'm documenting that, documenting like what I'm eating um, and like my body transformation throughout like throughout this time. And I'll be posting that on YouTube and stuff. So if you want to go check it out, um, do it. I'll, I'll put the link in the show notes. I believe my name is just like Alex Offer on there. So yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe I'll like be- blow up and become like a famous YouTuber and just make a whole bunch of money. That probably won't happen, but a girl can dream. <laughs> um, the next thing is we want to become homeowners. So with getting out of debt being, you know, kind of kind of insight finally we're talking about like what is our next steps like what are we going to do next once we get out of debt and we were thinking about like okay do we want to rent again when we move out of your parents house or do we want to actually own a house because eventually the goal for john and i is we do want to own like you know multiple properties and rent them out and so we were like you know what i we think we want to buy a home and um neither of us really want like a home like a traditional like home with like a yard and a neighborhood all that stuff like we want to live uh we're thinking about getting a condo with like a loft kind of feel like a bunch of natural sunlight and I don't know it's just like the two of us so we don't really need like that much space we think a condo would be a nice kind of training ground for us so um once summer comes around, we're going to start, you know, going to open houses and looking to see what we can afford. I'm a little nervous about what we can afford because I really want to move, well, we both really want to move into, um, back into the city. And right now, pre-tax, we make about $80,000 a year. And so I just, I don't know if we'll be able to get what we want based on our income, but we'll see. I don't know. John's mom is a realtor, so um, she will be, you know, helping us with that, with that process. The last update I have really is just, I've been thinking a lot about getting LASIK. Um, I'm just tired of wearing my glasses. I've been wearing glasses literally since like fourth grade and I'm just over it. Like I'm over of getting like the smudgy lenses and I don't know. I'm just, just not a vibe for me anymore (laughs) right now, but I've been wearing them for so long that I feel like if I get LASIK, I'll miss them. I don't know. If any of you guys listening have had LASIK, let me know. DM me, message me on Financial Flex, and share with me your experience. Obviously, this is this is something that I'm just gonna have to like save up for. But if I decide to get it, I will give you guys all the financial tidbits because why not? All right. So I think that is all I have as far as life updates go, and so we can just jump right into today's episode or topic rather, which is how to get good with money. So with the, you know, the new year, I think that people make new resolutions, they have on their vision board, they make goals about how to get good with money. And so I decided to give um, a few tips that I've kind of gained over the years on how I became quote unquote good with my money and wanted wanted to share it with you guys. Um, So yeah, the first tip I have is um, you just have to be honest with yourself and your situation. So that was like a major thing for me was being like, okay, I'm literally broke, making $7.25 an hour at the Mall of Georgia and then making like $2 at Chili's as a server. I, I need to do something. I need to, you know, I had to kind of like accept what my life, what my financial life was at that time and like figure out what 
where to go and what to do from there. And so I think that, you know, being honest with yourself, being honest with yourself and your situation kind of jolts you into reality and kind of gets you going and at least gets you thinking on, you know, um, what you want your financial future to look like. And then naturally, the next thing would be to develop a goal and a plan. Um, It's really hard to get good with money if you don't really know what you want to do with your money, whether it's getting out of debt, saving up for a house, saving up for a car, wanting to invest. Um, Those are all, you know, goals and you can plan towards those goals, which will in turn help you become good with money. So if you want to save up for a $10,000, you know, vacation to Europe, you're going to start being like, okay, I'm going to start putting aside $50 every paycheck um, to go on this trip. You'll start, you know, taking like the actionable steps to make that happen. And so I think developing a goal, having a big why is really important. So for me, I, my big why was just, you know, having a different financial future than like my my parents, to be honest, um, growing up, it was always like money was always such an issue. And I didn't want that for myself. I wanted to be able to live comfortably and not have money be such an issue. And so in order for that to happen, I knew I had to get rid of debt and I knew I had to increase my income. And so with that, I, you know, created a budget, which in turn, let me see how much I was spending, how much was coming in. And then that kind of became like my guiding light through my financial journey. And then obviously, like, with that too, I know it's a little daunting when you're like, oh my gosh, like, I know nothing about money, like, where do I go? And there's a lot of people who have predatory practices who prey on people who know nothing about finances and they try to, like, get you with their courses or try to get you to, like, let them handle your money and things like that. Like, no, don't do that. Um, Google is your best friend. Reliable sources. I use uh, NerdWallet. Um, go banking rates as far as like um, actual people when I first 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 got into um, the financial world Dave Ramsey he was like huge like I used to listen to him literally every single day for hours Um, so he was a good um, starting point for me personally Um, I don't know listening to him now I'm there are a few things that like I disagree with him on and I think like his perspective as an older white gentleman and me being a young black woman, our opinions like differ and there's some things I'm like that he says I'm like wait like I there's no way I can do that like it's just not not my reality but um, I think he was a good starting place. I'm really obsessed with um, Tiffany Aliche, aka the Budgetista, I think she is amazing and is a really, really good resource for those of you who are wanting to kind of learn more about like your finances. She's literally, she was originally a teacher and I met her once at a conference and she literally sat with me and my friends um, and spoke with us for about like an hour or two hours after she'd given a presentation and she's literally so nice. She has a podcast called um, Brown Ambition with another woman called Mandy Woodruff and they talk about like life and finances and they you can um 
uh, you can email them with like questions and they'll answer it on your show. I've done it twice and they've answered both of my questions twice. So I think that's an, another good resource. As far as books go, um, I read The Broke Millennial by Aaron Lowry. I think that's a really good starting place too for people who don't really know how to, don't know where to start. Um, her book had a lot of good um, tidbits and information and advice in a really like digestible manner and it was really interesting to read it wasn't a, a, a snooze so um yeah finding like reliable resources to help you kind of um develop that plan is a major key as well so they say that you know what is it like the five or six people that you surround yourself like the most with is you know who you kind of tend to be like or something like that I say all that to say who you surround yourself with um, is really important so if you're trying to get good with money it's probably important to surround yourself with people who are either good with money or who are trying to do the same because if you're trying to get good with your money and then you're hanging out with people who you know blow a stack every three hours it's gonna it's kind of gonna be hard for you to not do that because you know that's what you see that's what you're around all the time so just being around like-minded people is really important and also just having good um, accountability partners and having people who are rooting for you and who um, you know won't make fun of you when you say no sorry I'm gonna skip out on going out to dinner uh, because I, I I need to save for this vacation uh, I think having supportive people in your corner is so important when you're trying to get good with money because it can be really discouraging when people are like "Ugh, like why are you doing that like that's so silly um I know for me I know I feel like my mom at one point when I told her that I was trying to like get out of debt in like a couple of years as opposed to like 20 she was like well why would you want to do that like everyone has debt and I was just like like yeah I get that but I don't want to be like everyone so I mean now she now that she's seen the progress that we've made she kind of gets it but yeah I think that having people who understand what you're trying to do it just makes it just makes everything so much easier Having self-control is, is another thing that I have on my list here. Um, it's something that I'm honestly still working on as I just spent like a little over 150 bucks this weekend on clothes when I didn't really need to. But at the same time, I was like, okay, side note, over the summer, I had gone ham with thrifting. Like I had rediscovered my love for it. And I bought a bunch of clothes and I was able to sell a majority of those clothes. But there are some clothes that are still sitting on my clothing rack, whether I haven't listed them yet or I have listed them and no one's just shown interest. And I've spent a lot of money on clothes that I, I just don't wear anymore. So I'm probably just going to like donate those clothes back to Goodwill, which kind of makes me feel like a, feel bad for doing that, for purchasing it and then return like whatever. But so yeah, so I went shopping this weekend and I was like, oh, like, you know, like, I need a bunch of like basics and just because I feel like whenever it's time for me to like come up with an outfit or go somewhere, I'm just on the floor crying because I have, I feel like I don't have any clothes to wear. So this is something that I'm still working on myself, which is, you know, just being honest here. But yeah, practicing self-control. I think a lot of, a lot of being good with your money is having like discipline and self self-control and the self-awareness to know like okay no I don't need this or yes I do need this um 
it's really like a mind thing. You just really have to kind of rewire and retrain your mind, especially if you're someone who at one point, you know, never thought about money in a deeper manner other than like, I earn it and I spend it. So, um, like I said, it's something that I'm still working on, but it's something that will definitely help you in your road to your financial journey. And then the last thing I have, which I think is the most important thing, is just allowing yourself grace. Um, Knowing that you're not going to be perfect with your money every single day, but you give yourself the room to make those mistakes and, you know, fix it and hopefully not make that same mistake again. I think that's really important because a lot of people beat themselves up and it becomes crippling and then you're scared and then you don't want to do it and then you just kind of like revert back into your old ways but knowing that okay like my journey to getting good with money isn't linear like it's not like one day I'm good and then the next day I'm like amazing at it it's like one day I'm good one day I'm awful one day I'm a little bit better than the day before it's just like a work in progress and it's a constant work in progress but I promise as long as you put in the effort something you will get some kind of result it may not be like the exact result that you're that you're wanting but you'll be further along tomorrow than you are today if that makes sense so yeah that's those are like my little like tidbits that I've learned along the way on on how to get good with money um I don't know what what are some ways that you guys have become good with money let me know uh let me know on Instagram um DM or not DM me but leave a comment and I don't know let me know but I am so excited for this year and for this podcast i have some amazing guests lined up for this month of january and if you're interested in being a guest shoot me an email at financialflexpodcast at gmail.com um i'm always looking for people who are open and wanting to share their stories because let's change the way we talk about money why not why wait so yeah um i hope you guys have an amazing day and i will talk to you guys later See ya.